0: Hey, Mr. Shoup, wow. Uh, You in this class too?
1: I'm
0: teaching it. No No way!
1: Hey, rockers. We're doing the second session of summer school, and we hope that you've been practicing your instruments and that you've been liberally applying that sunscreen so that you don't come back with a sunburn. And you're going to have to listen closely to this session because all of this is going to be on the final. You should have paid
0: attention during the year, people. You wouldn't have to be here in summer school with us right now.
1: We don't want to be here either. We want to be on the beach someplace. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Seth Hinckley, and along with me is the Dean of Rock U, the summer school man himself, Matt Black. Nice to see you, Seth. Good
0: to see you, man. Yeah, even though I you know, wish I was on vacation, but here we are, sure. slogging away in the classroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Maybe we ought to talk to the board and see if we can get next summer off.
0: Mm, well, if everyone pays attention, we don't have to do summer school. We're well, fine. That's true. That's true. By the way, if you haven't done it yet, go back and listen to episodes 1 through 12 of season 1.
1: And summer school session 1, because you got to do that. Absolutely. Then All you right. won't have to do summer school next year. <laughs> so before
0: I forget, what are you wearing? You know, Seth, there's no dress code. This is summer school. I can wear whatever I want. So I show up every day during the year. I show up to work in my rock t-shirt and my jeans. I'm not doing that. I'm not playing by your rules. I'm wearing a Dolce & Gabbana suit with an Armani tie uh, and a a Zania shirt. And my shoes are, uh, they're from
1: Payless. (laughs) What are you wearing? I'm actually sporting a, a Swanee t-shirt, and I think you'll, you'll see why when we get to what we're talking about today. Good stuff. It's summer school, and when it's really hot outside, especially in Paris, what do you do? You go to the movies, because they have air conditioning. That's
0: right. <laughs> or you stay up really late, so we don't watch another movie. You've been on the beach all day. You not, don't have energy to go
1: out and dance. We'll go watch a movie. Watch a movie. Summer's a, summer's a great time to watch movies. But what's rock and roll about movies? The soundtrack. So we're going to do our top five movie soundtracks. So
0: who's going first? Are you going first? I honestly don't remember who went first in our last episode. I don't either. But since you're wearing the suit. I'm wearing the suit. You go first. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> so, Seth, I'm just going to say up front, I speculate that we will have another duplication like we did in the last episode of Summer School.
1: We just might. Let's see. Let's see if we do.
0: Okay. So uh, here. Well, first of all, my criteria the, for, for this was I didn't pick any soundtracks that were instrumental. Okay, They had to be rock and roll songs right. with, with words. Me too. And I didn't pick any films that were already in our top five rock movies episode because any one of those five could have been in, uh, all of them actually would have belonged on this list. Okay. I did not make a distinction between original soundtracks and adapted soundtracks. In other words, soundtracks that used existing songs versus soundtracks that use songs written for the movie. Right. Same me with you? Me either. Okay, yeah, good. Same thing. Let me go with my number five then. All right. I went with Moulin Rouge who, since oh, we're in nice. Paris. Yeah. yeah. The Baz Lerman film. Um, it is a little campy, but it's super creative. And I love the rock you aesthetic, real people singing. So Nicole Kidman and Ewan McGregor are doing a lot of their own singing. And they sing really well. They sing really well. But you can tell they're not professional singers, but I just love that. I right, really love yeah. that. You know, they're not 50, 58 takes in a studio someplace and uh, auto-tuned and all that stuff. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. It's really creative how, I don't know if it's Baz lerman himself or somebody who's in charge of the music dealt with that the the famous and ridiculous elephant love medley all the songs that have love in the title yeah their version of smells like teen spirit and the roxanne tango i think it's el tango de roxanne or something like that <laughs> um and which is funny because roxanne actually is a tango <laughs> yeah is a tango beat and uh, it's just a brilliant pastiche of a lot of music that i particularly grew up with and i'm sure many of you did too i love that movie that's
1: really great soundtrack
0: Oh, sorry, I love that soundtrack, I should have said. You're right. We're talking about soundtracks, not movies. Right. Oh, and I had one more criterion that I forgot to mention. They had to be movies that I'd seen. So I couldn't read a track list of a soundtrack and say, ooh, I like all those songs.
1: I had to have seen the movie. I didn't think about that, but I've seen all the movies on my list. good. Probably more than once. Great. My number five is Good Morning Vietnam. That's a great one. I can't and, believe you I know, forgot that one. Such a great film. If you haven't seen the movie, it's a movie about a guy named Adrian Cronauer who is a DJ on Armed Forces Radio in Vietnam. They moved him from Crete, and they brought him into Vietnam because there was a, a general who had heard him on Crete. And said, you're coming with us to Saigon. The movie's good, but the soundtrack... True, true
0: story, by the way. Yeah, it yeah. is a
1: true story. The soundtrack is amazing. It's a 1960s hit parade. And awesome. just some great songs. Nowhere to Run by Martha Reeves and the Vandellas. A Get Around by the Beach Boys. I Got You, I Feel Good by James Brown. And it's capped off with What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong, the great Satchmo. And it's got some great DJ radio humor from robin williams who ad-libbed a lot of that stuff yeah. and it's interspersed in between the songs you know what more could you ask for out of a, a great film and a soundtrack that is just amazing
0: really good uh, that's a, a great choice and i can't believe i didn't
1: think of it <laughs> honestly i had the cd and i loaned it out to somebody and i never got it back so, <laughs> <laughs> that's how good it is
0: <laughs> all right what's your number four all right my number four is The Breakfast Club from John Hughes. Awesome. And now, I, I'm going to admit to you straight out, there's really one standout song on the soundtrack, Don't You Forget About Me by Simple Minds. But it's so good, and so iconic, and so linked to the movie, that it carries the whole soundtrack with it. None of the other songs are particularly memorable on their own, right? but they do a brilliant job of supporting the movie, supporting the, what's going on in the plot And uh, they are the sound of the 80s. They have the right instrumentation, the right cadences. Everything about it sounds like the 80s. So even though the songs themselves aren't standouts except for that one, he's got a lot of great movies with a lot of great soundtracks. But that one soundtrack really stands out from his other works, I think, because of that song and because of how perfectly the songs support the movie. Um, I will say that I think the soundtrack to Pretty in Pink, uh, another John Hughes movie, is a little better on its own. Yeah. But it doesn't have that... The title track by Psychedelic First does not carry the same uh, same emphasis, the same weight as, as Don't You Forget, Don't about, you forget me. about Me. And does, as a result, I chose Club, The yeah.
1: Breakfast Club. That's a good one. My number four is from a kind of cheesy film from the early 90s called Pump Up the Volume.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a good movie.
1: It's a film about a pirate radio DJ... And it's got some great song choices on it. Everybody Knows by Concrete Blonde, which is their version of the Leonard Cohen song. Stand by Liquid Jesus, uh, their version of the Sly and the Family Stone hit. Kick Out the Jams by Bad Brains and Henry Rollins. It's a cover of the classic song by MC5. Freedom of Speech by Above the Law, a slow-ish rap song that works really well. Tale of the Twister by Chagall Guevara. I hope I'm saying this right. Chagall Guevara. It's a solid rocker with a rather humorous reference to Nixon. Trisha Nixon, that is. (laughs) And then the best song on the whole record, which I think you'll probably agree with me on, Wave of Mutilation, UK Surf by Pixies. Now, this is a different and slower version than the one on Doolittle, but I think this one is the better version of the song. I'll have to go listen. I don't remember. I don't know. You might like the faster version on Doolittle more than the slower one. I just think the slower one's better.
0: I'll check it out. We up to my number three? Yeah, we are. This is the one I I suspect is going to be on your list, too. Let's see. All right. It's Pulp Fiction from Quentin Tarantino. Ah, that score not, hit. Not on I didn't my list. Your, I didn't sink your battleship. No. Oh my god! All right. Well, <laughs> it's a great soundtrack. The two standout tracks are Miserloo by Dick Dale and "You Never Can Tell" by Chuck Berry. Right. But there are dozens more amazing songs on this soundtrack. Um, once again, the music supports the movie very well, and oh, yeah. it captures there was something very specific about that era in the '90s, which was both very new and also very nostalgic for an earlier time. And I think this soundtrack does as good a job of any soundtrack in capturing the essence of its time. Pulp Fiction, with directed by Quentin Tarantino.
1: Quentin Tarantino picks really good songs for his films. For sure. My number three is Dazed and Confused. Is that on your list?
0: I never saw the movie, which is why it's not on my list.
1: Ah, okay. This one just reads like a greatest hits from the 70s. Link Letter, I think it's Richard Linkletter, is the director of the film. I don't know how he got the licenses for all this stuff. He must have had an unlimited budget. But uh, Slow Ride by Foghat, School's Out by Alice Cooper, great for that movie. Tush by ZZ Top, Love Hurts by Nazareth, Cherry Bomb by The Runaways, the the all-female band from the 70s. Great stuff. Lowrider by War, Tuesday's Gone by Leonard Skinner, and Highway Star by Deep Purple. Every track on this record, and almost every one on the second soundtrack, which is even more dazed and confused, is one that you'll recognize and that you should know from the era. And a bit of personal trivia and why I'm wearing my Swanee t-shirt today... The guy that plays the beer delivery man in the movie is my buddy John Swayze. He's a fellow Swalini alum and a great guy. Nice. (laughs) Nice. That's cool. Ready for my number two? Go for
0: it. Okay. My number two soundtrack is Do the Right Thing, directed by Spike Lee. And this is another one of those soundtracks which has some good music on it, but has really one song which is just so good. It carries the whole movie in a way, and that's Fight the Power by Public yeah, Enemy by which they play almost the entire song in the opening credits while Rosie Perez is dancing on screen yeah. I think they play at least a good four minutes of it at I think it's a five minute song something like that yeah. and the song keeps coming back as a motif in the movie there's so much going on in this movie there's so many themes and they're interlinked but they all they all have this common thread of summer the heat wave that's hitting yeah. New York at the time and how in some ways that can be very almost sensual and soothing because you you you, you lean into it, you have to be, it brings a feeling of lassitude, but at the same time also boiling over in yeah. frustration and tension. It's an incredible movie, but the, I don't know what that movie is like without Fight the Power in it. I don't know if it works. Spike Lee asked Public Enemy to write that song. This is not a song he heard and, and decided to use in the soundtrack. Uh, I'm not sure how much direction he gave them, but they really delivered i got a little uh, little subplot too which is that there's a another recurring motif of the dj who's yeah. sending out songs to people and is part of the pl- plot in a small way but played by samuel l jackson by the way before he yeah. was well known i think and uh dj mr senor love daddy was his name in the <laughs> film.
1: so that's a good
0: band name yeah it's not bad <laughs> do the right thing directed by spike lee featuring Fight the Power by Public Enemy as basically one of the stars of the movie.
1: My number two, Gross Point Blank. Oh, it's a good film. Yeah, <laughs> good can't, film. Can't think of the soundtrack. Great soundtrack. That. This one's from the late 90s, and it's got some really amazing tunes lined up on the first of, again, this film has two soundtracks. I just went with the first one. Blister in the Sun by The Violent Femmes, Mirror in the Bathroom nice. by The English Beat, or if you're from England, The Beat. Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. I Can See Clearly Now by Johnny Nash live and let die the guns and roses cover of the wings song from the james bond movie of the same name and we care a lot by faith no more but the one at the top is pete townsend's remix of his solo effort let my love open the door usually when you do a remix there's usually one that's better than the other but not here. Both versions of this song are equally as good. It's a great song. It's a great song, and it's a great soundtrack. Yeah, I have to go back and watch that one again. It's been a while. Ready for my number one? What's your ultimate movie soundtrack, Matt? God, geez, Hit
0: just, us just with wait. it. I just realized one I forgot. I'll have to put it in my honorable mentions. Okay. Okay. Um, my number one movie soundtrack. I just broke something. My number one movie soundtrack is <laughs> The Big Chill directed by Lawrence Kasdan.
1: I know a couple of my friends that are going to be so happy that you put that on the top of your list.
0: Yeah, and the reason why, I mean, I'm not going to talk too much about the movie, but what's shocking now is to watch that movie and think, oh, you know, when I was a teenager watching this movie, I was thinking, ah, you know, those people are cool, and someday I'll be like those people, or me and my friends are like those people. Those people were in their 30s at the time. Like, that seems so young (laughs) to me now. But anyway, the reason why is very simple. It introduced an entire generation to Motown and r and music that they had never heard before. So I was Speaking for myself and most of my friends and a lot of my peers, yeah. um, we, we just didn't know that music. It wasn't on the radio that we listened to. It wasn't in film soundtracks. That's something that comes back a lot now. People are dis- are discovering music through soundtracks in a way that I think the Big Chill pioneered, and I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure the Big Chill came out before Good Morning Vietnam, but for me, yeah, it, was just, it, it was a similar experience. Like Hearing that music, I'm like, what is that stuff? I love this stuff. Yeah. I didn't know those songs. Heard it through the grapevine by marvin Gaye. yeah ain't too proud to beg by the temptations good Lovin' by the rascals or the young rascals they i think they go back and forth there's so much great music in that movie i would argue that the soundtrack supports the movie quite well but i don't even think it has to the the soundtrack is just so good and so for me such an eye-opener i've never gone back
1: from appreciating that music yeah so my number one is kind of like your number one in that it's an introduction to a genre of music that at the time that I heard the soundtrack that I had never been exposed to before. It's Repo Man. Oh,
0: That's on my honorable mentions. <laughs> great, great soundtrack.
1: This album is a gateway into hardcore punk rock from the 80s. To me, it's what Miles Davis's Kind of Blue is to jazz, but for hardcore punk. <laughs> it's got some great songs on it, including TV Party by Black Flag, and if you're a kid from the eighties, it's got this amazing listing of all the TV shows in the eighties that they were wanted to watch. Institutionalized by the Suicidal Tendencies, Coup d'etat by the Circle Jerks, Pablo Picasso by Burning Sensations, Let's Have a War by Fear. When the Sh hits the fan by the Circle Jerks. We bleep that out. <laughs>
0: it's Pablo Picasso, there is Pablo Picasso the
1: words? Pablo Picasso at yeah. Yes, that, that yeah. Like, love it. And Hombre Secreto by the Plugs that's secret agent man in spanish and it's awesome it's such a great cover of that song this was literally was my introduction to punk rock when i heard it in college my buddy rob had the soundtrack i think it was on a cassette tape in his car and we went on a road trip we played that and it takes a nation of millions to hold us back and i couldn't get either of those albums out of my head this totally opened up the world of punk rock to me and that's why it's my number one cool and i have watched the movie the movie's kind of eh? it's not okay. that great of a film i think it's got emilio estevez in it i think it's a pretty good movie it's really it's, funny it's yeah it's guys it's got it's my points. favorite part
0: is the time where he goes to the supermarket and it's all generic food so he picks a cart a cardboard box and it just says food on it like <laughs> white box with black letters food and then he goes to, to the beer case and there's a white cans with black letters beer beer <laughs>
1: What are your honorable mentions? I
0: got a bunch. I mentioned that I didn't want to repeat any from our uh, top movies, top rock music movies, rock movies, but any of those, That Thing You Do, A Hard Day's Night, High Fidelity, Blues Brothers, Purple Rain, School of Rock, any of those could have been on there. Right. I could not bring myself to include The Graduate in this list, which has, in my opinion, one of the best movie soundtracks of all time, but I really can't think of it as rock. I can't. I tried to get there. And <laughs> I talk all the time about how rock's a big tree, it's got lots of branches and lots of roots, but I just can't get myself to, to that as rock. To feel that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Talk about soundtracks that are carried by. Well, actually, this is not fair. There's some good songs on this soundtrack. Not a great movie, but a lot of fun. Top Gun. Danger Zone yeah. by Kenny Loggins and Take My Breath Away by Berlin. I mentioned Pretty in Pink, which has a better soundtrack than The Breakfast Club as far as John Hughes movies go, but it's not quite as strong in supporting it and the, the main song isn't as strong. Um, some other cool ones, The Harder They Come, uh, starring Jimmy Cliff, which has introduced a lot of people to reggae, but yeah. this before Bob Marley was really popular. I talked about Shaft a couple episodes ago in our, Bre- our Best Intros episode. Right. Uh, great soundtrack. Lost in Translation has a great soundtrack. Marie Antoinette using modern songs and a uh, you know, right. a, a an older setting. Saturday Night Fever has an incredible soundtrack. It's disco, so it's I didn't... It's disco, I didn't, it, but it is incredible. That's a branch on the rock tree, but I didn't put it in my top five. 8 Mile with yeah. Eminem was amazing. Grease, same deal. Yep. Um, I can't stand it personally, but Guardians of the Galaxy, and I am... <laughs> since Guardians of the you Galaxy... You don't like
1: the movie, or you don't like the soundtrack? I haven't seen the movie.
0: I haven't seen the movie. The I movie's don't like, good. I don't like the soundtrack, but I can say since these movies came out... All the kids at Rock you are bringing these songs to suggest for their fans, right. and I'm convinced that whoever made that movie just went out and bought the cheapest songs that no one else wanted, because the... the <laughs> Might have been. They could have been. Some of the songs are re... Well, okay. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> The one I couldn't think of, the one I didn't think of, and I just as we were talking, I'm like, of course, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What a great soundtrack. I can't believe I didn't think of that one when I was making this list. That would have been in my top five, for it's, sure. It's a great one. And I'll just end with Reality Bites, which is the uh, the Gen X version of The Big Chill, but it's not nearly as good a movie. And I don't think it's as good a soundtrack either. The soundtrack's
1: either, not near as good But either. it
0: does it does feature Stay by Lisa Loeb, and I went to college with Lisa Loeb, so I'll throw that out.
1: And there. that's probably the best song I on, think that, so. on that yeah. album.
0: And do you know how it got on the soundtrack? No. She lived in the same building with Ethan Hawke, and they met, oh, and wow. she shared the song with him, and he's like, t- you know, talk to the movie guys, put
1: this song in the movie, and they did. That's cool. Yeah. My honorable mentions, and some of these don't have an official soundtrack, and I kind of looked at that, and I was like, eh, okay, I, I I was thinking about saying I was only going to go with official soundtracks, but I dropped that. Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: 16 Candles. thought you might go with, with that first one, yeah.
1: Yeah, 16 Candles is another one. Pretty in Pink. I mean, anything that John Hughes did, the soundtrack is absolutely amazing. You can definitely count on him for that. Less Than Zero mm, has, has an amazing soundtrack with a lot of different stuff on it. It's got Public Enemy. It's got Aerosmith. Lots of good stuff on that one. Forrest Gump, just for the sheer volume of songs on it, is for it, sure. amazing. For
0: sure. But definitely borrowing from Good Morning Vietnam and The Big Chill in terms of how they yeah, pick oh the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah Those guys set the stage for all these other movies that use the soundtracks in that way.
1: Purple Rain, which I really think is a movie in support of an album, not the other Agreed. way around. St. <laughs> Elmo's Fire. Oh, oh, that's sorry. a good one, too. But before you move on from Purple
0: Rain, that title track was recorded live. Yeah. It's amazing when you listen to that and you're like, they recorded that live? That's not like multiple studio takes? No. That's one it's, live one, take. it's one it's well, one live believe take. Actually, I think it's more than one live take, but it's live.
1: Didn't they edit it? Yeah, I think a they had a bit? couple
0: different takes and they 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 did. Yeah,
1: cuz it somewhat. was the the actual yeah. performance was longer than what's on that, on the recording. Yeah. Saint Elmo's Fire. That's got a couple of good songs on it. One that is not rock and roll, but I can't leave it off. Oh brother where are yeah, Thou? If you like bluegrass or singing at all harmonies, there's just some amazing songs on that. Almost Famous, which was one of my movies on the movie episode. Goodwill hunting actually has a really good soundtrack. I said pretty in pink. And then Donnie Darko. Kind of my your Darko really, Horse. My Darko <laughs> horse. Yeah. So that's our that's our movies. And like we said, it's all gonna be on the final.
0: Try to pay so. attention next to your people. You won't have to do summer school. <laughs>
1: If you want to listen to any of the songs that we mentioned in this podcast, check out the description for a link to a Spotify playlist that has them all.
0: Today's episode of Extra Credit the Rock You podcast is sponsored by our good friends and partners at Big Pebble Records. Big Pebble is your one-stop shop for all Anglophone music creation in Paris. Go check out what they do at www.bigpebblerecords.com, including their first release, the EP Posture, by former Rock U student Person
1: M. Extra Credit, the Rock U podcast, is a production of Rock U. Expertly engineered and
0: recorded by my good friend Seth Hinckley.
1: And our theme music is written and produced by Tom Walters.
0: Rock You is a non-profit association loi 1901. And we'll see you next time.